Yo, today's QOD is start with a dollar. Here we go. Of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning into our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got Robert Kiyosaki back on the show. Today, Robert, who is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, by the way, is going to share some of his financial wisdom on three things how to save, invest, and tithe your money. Here's Robert. So, the thing I have is an exercise that'll prove that anybody can be rich. And when I was a little kid, my rich dad gave me one of these. He gave me three of these little things. They're called what? Piggy banks. So if you want to get rich, go out and buy three of them. Okay? Three piggy banks. That's all it takes to train yourself to think to be rich. Now, for every piggy bank, so you have one piggy bank, two piggy banks, three piggy banks. One is for saving, one's for investing, and one is for tithing or charity. Very important to give. The decision you make today, I'm talking about choices. You can say, well, that's too simple, you know. But the choice you make is for the next, for the rest of my life, or for the next 90 days, whatever you can handle, how much am I going to put in each bank every day? Not once a week, every single day. Because what you're training is your brain to think like and act like and be like a rich person. You're dropping it to the bottom line. So let's say the most you can handle today, given your horrific financial brilliance, is $1. Good. Now, I don't care the dollar amount, but I do care that you do it. It's like going to the gym and saying, you know, today I'm gonna look. Today I look like a sumo wrestler, but tonight I'll be looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not possible, you know. What I mean, it's not gonna happen. So, how many people right now could say, for the rest of your life, with three piggy banks, you'll put one dollar a day away per bank? Could right? And it's not, and everybody can do it. But the problem is, most people won't. And that's the difference. But once it hits your piggy bank, it's yours for the rest of your life. You pass it on for generations. That's what the rich do. The middle class finds some cheap and tacky excuse to break the bank. Am I correct? <gasps> you know, I gotta spend this money. <laughs> that was my poor dad. Well, if I make more money, I'll get a pay raise next year. The government, you know, be the GS 19.5. But they kept breaking the bank. Now, it has nothing to do with a dollar amount. It has to do with the habit, the way of thinking, that this is more important to me than eating. It's more important than my kids' clothes. More important than everything else is this. This is first. So start with a dollar. Everybody can do that. All it is is a zero to go to 10. Now, at this point, people say, well, that's not that tough. Try 10 bucks a day. Then you see some heartbeats. <laughs> At that point, you're now at the boundary of what's possible for you. It's only a zero added on to it. And you want to spend it. Now, if this becomes easy at $10, then just up it to, and you'll find your heart rate going up. 
when people say, well, this is not, this is a simple exercise, I'm, just, I'm beyond it, then try going to, it is not the dollar amount. I mean, it's not the, it's not the things, it's the habit. And you know you're a stud. <laughs> this goes to this never spent. This is what your mad money is. You, you buy your properties and stocks and bonds, mutual funds with. You, you, you can afford to lose this if necessary, but you never lose this one. And you tie you, your church or charity of your choice. Now, I give to the charity that I would like to support, but I don't have the time to support them. So you put your money where your body would be. Does that make sense to you guys here? My rich dad gave it to his church. My poor dad gave nothing. He says, when I have the money, then I'll give it. That's why he was poor. The next point here is that my rich dad always believed in job security. My poor dad, job security. And my rich dad believed in financial security. So the way you get financial security is again via these three things. This is the basis of it. Savings, investing, tithing. So the way you get financial security is start with this, and then I start investing with this. Does that make sure my investing account? This is when I had my fun. I played with that money. So the deal here is this, whether you're buying a business, real estate, or paper, the ratio is this. You can ask my wife the question. For every, some, somebody says, well, you know, I don't have any money. How do I get some money? I said, start with that, the you know, three piggy banks. Or how do you find a nothing down deal? The reason they want a nothing down deal is because they got nothing to put down, right? And that's the most risky thing you should do. You can only take a nothing down deal when you have a lot of money to put down. This is too risky. I can take a nothing down deal because I got the money to cover it in case it goes bad on me. But the point here is this, the, how I got my experience, how I can find a deal is this, you can ask my wife this, for every one property I buy, how many properties or businesses or stocks do I analyze? 100, that's the ratio. Before I buy one piece of property, I will analyze a minimum of 100 properties. If I don't buy one property in that 100, I start all over again. It's 100 to 1 is the ratio. That's how I find a deal. Not only that, is when I had no money, what was I doing? Still analyzing a deal. It's 100 to 1 before you can find one deal. And people come, oh, you know, I went with a ride with a realtor and we found one property and we bought it. I said, how many did you look at? Just that one. <laughs> That's an idiot, not an investor. They have no clue. The way you want to find out the market trends, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, is you got to analyze 100 deals. Out of that 100 deals, you put in offers on 10. Because 90 are bad. But in the practice of analyzing the deal, you get smarter. I learn more. I learn something from each deal I look at. Of the 10 I invest in, or I put offers in, I might get three accepted. Now, this, this comes to my friend Dolph DeRus, who is a, a real estate genius. He says, if, it's, if this number is like six, what does that mean? You're offering too much money. That means you're not being tight enough. You've got to screw it down a little bit more. It gets down to nobody accepting you're too tight. So you want to keep it in this ratio. Of that, you'll buy one property. When people say, how did I get my education? I got my education evaluating deals.
I estimate to this day right now, I've gone, I've looked at over 50,000 deals. That's how I got smart. Instead of going to work, I look at deals. If I'm buying a business, the ratio is the same. 100, 10, 3, 1. If I'm buying a stock in a company, I've got 100 companies, same ratio. Everybody can do that. Does it cost them any money? No. Not at all. It's free. When I go on vacation with my wife, Kim, she knows where I'm going to wind up. It's a real estate office or a brokerage office because it's a habit. So this is what gave me financial security. And what my poor dad focused on was what? Job security. He had no assets when he lost his job. Okay. 30 seconds, please discuss that ratio. 50,000 properties I've looked at now. All right, that was Robert Kiyosaki wrapping up the week on a Finance Friday. His website is richdad.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, and I highly recommend it, it is called 60 Minutes to Getting Rich, Robert Kiyosaki on the YouTube. And of course, you can pick up his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, at the QOD Bookstore at qodbooks.com. I hope you enjoyed this week's clips, and I hope you had an amazing week, and I will see you on Monday. We're out. Peace. Peace.